0: Matt! Hello. Welcome to the pod, Matt. How are you
1: feeling, man? Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I hope this pod isn't as much of a waste of time as trade talks with my brother or you are. That's all I'm saying. Well, we can be... You know what,
0: Matt? I, I, I can join you in solidarity because I've been stalled in trade negotiations
1: with Charles for three days now. In fact, yeah, I'm. I'm just going to put this out there. Chad said that he had talked to him yesterday. He had multiple offers, was waiting on another offer and was quote 100% making a decision Monday night being yesterday. Of course, absolutely nothing happens. He leaves my trade just sitting in his inbox, very strong trade, by the way, I'm not going to say exactly who it was, but like a pretty strong offer. And, yeah, just cricket. So I finally canceled the trade. He's just not worth doing business with. That, that exactly sums up word for word what my discussion with him was. Like, does he just want attention or wants to – I mean, he literally changed his team name to, to Digs and Adams on the block DM me. And everyone knows that, that Adams was the guy that was, was uh, obviously coveted and, you know, multiple offers. He's just wasting everyone's time. God, dude, I, I'm so
0: sorry you had to go through that, dude. I, it, it's just the
1: worst, dude. Chat. dude. It's been it's it's been a rough morning. I I, I honest, this is non-football related, but Northwest Natural Gas just sent me a bill for my condo that I sold a, at the end of February. Oh. It's, uh, so I'm I'm in a mood, but but let's let, let's let's get to the pod. It's all right, Maybe We're you know hopefully we don't get a sponsor offer from them soon we would reject that resoundingly <laughs> that there's, there's no price tag on what, on what uh, Northwest natural would have to pay for any affiliation with the league. Plus we're loyal, of course, to Ash Creek farms. In South and South and South live and a few others. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's I'll talk about
0: it. I, I got to talk about, uh, you know, the, the number one thing is the of survivor. Uh, I, I took the high score for once, Matt. What are your initial thoughts on that? I was the bottom of the bottom, and now I'm at the top.
1: Well, you're not at the top. You're two and three and in and fifth. Um, but being two and three in this league, congratulations, folks. If you're in the League of Dons, <laughs> there is a 75% chance that you are two and three. So, Jay, you're part of the, the 75. So, nice job. Yeah, it's nice to feel, you know, it's nice to be uh,
0: wanted in there. Well, let's get into some of the matchups for last week. Um, And I I do want to start it off with maybe a sad story. Um, I want to start with Mark versus freezing. Um, Okay. Sad because this had to have been the worst fantasy week for Mark that he could have imagined. Barkley goes down injured. Edwards Hilaire goes down injured. Both are slotting to be on injured reserves. Um, and both were like his big money players. Uh, Kareem Hunt, too, he also spent good for. Uh, so you know, I, I know we're only in week five, but I would say right now, and Mark, again, apologies because I know you're an avid listener of the pod now, and I know you listen to us. It's uncertain if you speed us up or slow us down. Uh, but I, I think you're in for a long season. I think we're gonna get a three last play. Freezing great team, he had a solid, solid um monday night game where he almost took the high score points for myself um but he has to be pretty excited i mean he was actually going into monday night he was down i think 12 points to mark and taylor and andrews just popped off respectively for their teams um and freezing with 166 points out of nowhere um looks pretty good besides his receivers
1: yeah yeah mark's team um yeah, Barkley, that sucks because Barkley actually looked like he was turning a corner and starting to be, like, a productive guy again. Um, CEH, he had a few good fantasy games, but just I'm just going to say from an NFL standpoint, he, he sucks, like, outside of fantasy. But with that said, um, a decent fantasy player because he gets some TDs in that offense. But, yeah, rough week for Mark. Uh, freezing side, perhaps, I mean, okay, probably the most – disappointing single fantasy player of the year thus far is Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he was going as high as top five in some cases, and really uh, th- this was a breakout game for him. And if, for those that recall, we were very high on freezing's team uh, following the draft. They underachieved massively, but now we kind of see what the, the the power of freezing, what, what can happen here in week five. And now he's right back in it. Mark Andrews also probably the most disappointing tight end thus far. He absolutely goes apeshit. That's, I mean, thirty six, and he didn't. You know, freezing didn't need it all, but uh, freezing turning a corner, looking like a threat again, particularly because two and three right now, you're you're right there. Um, so anyway, freezing resounding victory. Let's move on. Um, Okay, Le'Veon. Oh, my game, yeah. Le'Veon embellished. My new, uh, my rebrand did not go as planned. I lost to Clayton, and my internet just went out. This is wonderful. Um, I'm reloading, Jay. Take that one first.
0: Yeah, I got you, man. Uh, it could be Northwest Natural Gas just trying to, you know, get one out on you on the East Coast, too. But, uh, you know, your team, I I've had picked Clayton to win this one just because I always picked Clayton this year. Um, I'm lucky for you. Uh it looks like you picked the wrong quarterback yet again five weeks in a row, which is unfortunate, although it wouldn't have made the ultimate difference. Um, But your team just really underperformed uh, what we were looking for. Joe Burrow has been a great quarterback, you know, for Cincinnati, but he's throwing a lot of interceptions, which is uh, his point total. Um, He'll have like three, four touchdown games, but then he'll have like three interceptions in the first half. Um, Lockett had a very kind of, game for Lockett um, and then Kelsey didn't pop off the way you would expect him to um, especially you know what you needed from him to to really secure victory here Um, Mike Davis is a question mark from your team he's in there slotted as a you know a top running back obviously you had Jacobs that you could have switched into but that's just a tough decision at this point looking at Clayton's team you Know his his one two punch, I, I would say Cook, but Madison because he was smart and got the handcuff. And Elliott looked really, really good. Um, granted, it was against the Giants defense, but uh, he, he's got to be happy with his performance there. And then Mike Williams, man, that he's he's being a, a top, top uh wide receiver. Uh, and with Herbert, that's just a dangerous, dangerous duo that you, you don't want to go up against. So Good win by Clayton. You know he was one and three going into this, and now goes moves to two and three, kind of gets himself
1: back into the picture. Yeah, so I'm gonna be a a very harsh critic of myself here because there were multiple missteps. Uh, Starting again, starting Burrow instead of Matt Ryan. You know I I, I can't get that right. But the bigger one is I started. I picked up the Atlanta defense. I tried to get cute with it because they're playing the Jets, and it was. It's in London and on the grass, and I figured, like, turnovers. Uh, None of that happened. I should have – all I needed to do was say Buffalo is the best defense in the league and play them. I didn't do that. Buffalo puts up 17. And then another misstep, I I start Corey Davis instead of Josh Jacobs. Um, Or even I could have started Pollard. So, like, I – I mean, you, you do the math here. If I do those things correctly, I win this matchup um you know easier said than done the one I would really kick myself for being stupid is is not playing Buffalo the other ones were reasonably uh reasonable plays I guess I'd say but yeah I mean look at Clay Mike Will made it he's just been a freak this year Zeke has looks like the Zeke of old and then as we've we've seen whenever Dalvin can't play they really don't miss a beat with Madison so Clay's team has kind of uh it seems like they've gotten a little bit of momentum. And, again, everybody is two and three. Um, anyway, enough of that matchup. Oh, and then also Clay <coughs> – excuse me. Uh, Clay had um, Pittman on the bench, too, who had a freakish Randy Moss-type catch. So that's a little bit of uh, depth for Clayton's team as well. Uh, moving on, this is a blowout. Cold one's into fridge. Brent Ketty All the way up in third place. Not familiar with this spot. And then Come Dumpster Express. Also two and three, but all the way back in eighth. Uh, Nightmare week for Dylan. I mean, let's take a look at this. McCaffrey being out, that's obviously not good. But you look at any – so Dylan puts up 74, and there's almost nothing on his bench either. Like, this was just a top-to-bottom roster disaster this week. And we've said it, Singletary and Connor – at running backs. I know Connor has scored some touchdowns, but I, I don't, I I can't love that long-term. Uh, Debo and Hill didn't have huge weeks, had reasonable weeks. That is a very good receiving core. As I've said, Dylan, uh, Dylan fleeced me for Samuel. Although I have started Mike Davis and he's, he, you know, he's a boring 10 to 12 points every week. So not a disaster, but Dylan got Debo, which was, who has been incredible this year. Um, yeah, Brent does this with a terrible game from Russ Wilson. Uh, only puts up nine. Seahawks looking like a mess. But, yeah, Eckler, I, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but Eckler has to be like a top five fantasy player this year. He's been double digits every week and usually closer to 20. Uh, the last two weeks, closer to 30. Eckler's been a freak. Uh, Jay, your take about Miles Sanders, I think, I think, is pretty accurate. He's just not that good. Um, But Brett Brett didn't need him. So shout out to Brett, uh, one of three teams with a winning record now, all the way up in third place. Yeah, uh, won't spend much time.
0: Dylan's team, McCaffrey being out just really makes his team so much worse, right? If you have McCaffrey in here this week instead of Singletary, this is probably a close game back in because Christian gets 30 points, you know, easy. And so it's going to be interesting to see when does he come back And, and can Dylan afford to keep getting these losses and low scores and wait for him to come back or if he needs to make some moves now because I, I, i'm with you james connor in singletary you're playing with two running back you know really the studs on their teams so that um it's tough tough there uh obviously tyreek hill the game versus buffalo um and then looking on ketty's side like with russell getting hurt he was probably sweating if he was going to win this one um, with only nine points from someone that's usually over 20, but Mike Evans popped off. Robert Woods uh, had another great, good game. Uh, I would say great, but I'm just going to say good. Uh, Austin Eckler though was the stud. And then, yeah, Miles Sanders. I think it, I mean, if I was ketty I'd be looking to move on from that, um, which I'm sure he's already <laughs> in the back back end. Um, but it, it's, why, why run it with Miles Sanders when you have Jalen hurts, right? Like, I think it's like kind of
1: Lamar Jackson vibe there where they're not going to have a run game. Uh, Jay, Jay, have I been going in and out on on your end? I'm, it's getting kind of choppy trying to hear you. You're actually good. Yeah, I don't know if you're in a bad Wi-Fi spot or what, but it's kind of choppy. But anyway. Okay, I, I hear you perfectly fine, fam. Okay. Hey, one thing I wanted to point out here. I don't know exactly what's going on. So, Dylan, if you have an explanation for this, just, you know, send it to Shefty and we'll we'll clarify. I hope there's something behind this. But two Dylan has two spots on his bench that are just sitting there empty. And in a league this competitive where the waiver wire just gets attacked every week with a vengeance, I mean, to not even take advantage of all your spots is is questionable. So if you want to clarify that, you can. But I will say – um, in another league, I know we normally don't talk about other leagues, but for context, uh, Dylan started Dalvin Cook in another league this week who as we know, was inactive. Uh, that's a lesser league that doesn't that doesn't find people for things like that. Um, but something to watch with Dylan's is his head in the game? I don't know.
0: A, I mean it, it
1: is harvest season, so or maybe harvest, I don't know, maybe it's not. I'm just trying to give him an excuse. Well,
0: let's get into some some more blowouts. Uh, we'll move on to Charles versus Maddie Kid. This was just a complete stomping. Um, Charles only put up a pedestrian eighty-two points, while Maddie Kid put up one hundred and forty-eight. Maddie's got to be happy. He's had uh, one. He started the season really well with a high-scoring game. He lost the high score to you, but um, and then after that, he went into losses. And he finally found his groove back. Allen looked tremendous. Metcalf had a had a game uh, handcuffing him. A savvy pickup. Uh, Knox was on the waiver wire for a while, and Matty Kid picked him up two weeks in a row. He's balled out for him. So Matty Kid, great work. Um, you know, kind of fidangling your team. Uh, you know, he he. Also Wait, is it, did you
1: say fadangling? Yep, new word. New new word of the week. <laughs> brought to you by. The hoop. The, the hoop, Salem. <laughs> the word of the week. Last week was embellished. Now we got Fidangling. Fadangling, And he
0: also uh, managed to fadangle and get a not picked to start mixing, which is kind of interesting, but it, it worked out for him. And then looking at Chad's side of the field, uh, I mean, Galladay, he, he just got hurt after three targets. That's unfortunate. Um, and that doesn't help when your flex puts up zero because he gets hurt and Daniel Jones getting hurt. Not good. I There was a lot of talk in the chat because Chad was like, I'm going to start Daniel Jones and sit Aaron Rodgers. Well, look how that played out for you, Chad. Um, granted, the rest of his team did not perform well. Uh, obviously, Chad is looking supposedly to trade his players, but uh, as me and you uh, both know from insider information, this is just false. He also believes that uh, Stephon Diggs is like a wide receiver one still, which he hasn't done a double... A double-digit game this season. Uh, he kind of has, but
1: uh, anyways,
0: uh, Chad, you lose. Maddie, kid, you win. Good work.
1: Yeah, um, Maddie went went absolutely bananas on this one. Um, you, you you touched on his whole lineup, so I won't talk too much about it. Um, Chuba Hubbard, obviously, when Christian comes back, loses value. But with that said, uh, Mixon, presumably is going to be back um, smart move by Matt there. Anyone that watched the Packer Bengal game mix in was pretty limited. Like he, I mean, I don't know. I think he had less than 10 carries. In, in fact, you can see P Ryan, uh, if you're going to start a Bengal was actually the guy on Chad's side, this team is in shambles. I mean, you look at, he he's in last place. He is two and three, but he has the least points by far. Um, yeah. Shocker like Kenny Galladay got hurt, but you shouldn't have been starting Kenny Galladay. Uh, in the first place, that's not a good place to be. You've got Collins and Bolden at the running backs. Uh, you've got Diggs, who really is kind of looking for those that have followed Diggs his whole career. He was kind of good, not great. Right. Then last year, he was insane. And so now maybe it's like, is he back to just kind of being good again? That's something to watch. Devontae, needless to say, like, that's his chip here. Chad has a thin roster. Um, it, it, it's, it's very difficult to do it because Devontae is so great, but you got, you, you got to trade him and, and start filling out some more roster spots because this lineup is an absolute disaster, and there's not a ton of help on the bench aside from Chris Carson. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't help him. He won't. He won't. Good luck. Um, let's go to the next. Uh, Cole Beasley research. My goodness. The story of the year. Uh, takes down Hui Tran, drops Hui again, two and three, but all the way back to 11th. Guns alone in first at 5-0 and 0, um, because the other team that was undefeated, which we'll get to, uh, dropped their first game. But Guns, uh, you know, not one of those freakish weeks. And by the way, this was a high-scoring week. Uh, so Guns actually not one of the higher scores amongst teams that won games, but did enough. We've seen it. Uh, the big three, Mahomes, Aaron Jones, and Waller actually were not the guys for him this week. Um Cord though. Cord just goes for 15. You know that's just what Cord does. Um so really just kind of a top to bottom effort here for Guns. He does has have Claypool go for 21 and a half. Uh but no like freakish performances, just a solid game by Guns. And then not bad on Wee's side. A 117 Camara balled out, which he's been a little bit um, I should say, yeah, I mean, he's been a little bit down this year. Not terrible. Uh, but the biggest thing for Hui here, he's used to having these crazy games from Kyler. He didn't get that. Also, DJ Moore has been has been an absolute monster. He wasn't that this week either, as we saw Darnold kind of look how Darnold, how we're used to seeing Darnold look. Um, you know, no real mistakes for Hui on the bench. Hardman had a good game, but you were never going to start Hardman. Um, Guns did have Hollywood on the bench. Hollywood was insane in the second half. I mean, he was, uh, along with um, Andrews, was Lamar's guy. But anyway, Guns, 5-0. and oh.
0: Yeah, I, I think when I look at Wee's team, uh, kind of a couple of tough – 100 this week is bad, right? The other, other place, places. Um, I think it's time to start the discussion for – for AJ Brown this year because he's been hurt and banged up. He has not been good this year, but obviously feeling no. is good. I I'd kind of be interested, at, you know, maybe he, maybe it sits him out, you know, maybe, maybe we in the marketplace for trading with Charles too, um, but we'll see um, on Gundy's and Gundy's end, really good game from him. Uh, he's in place for a reason. Uh, he was one of the, he was in championship last year. I think it is quite fitting and funny that Cole Beasley sucks and got one point and Gundy didn't start him. I, I wish Gundy did for, you know, uh, brand sake. Uh, he still would have won if he started him. So I don't know why he didn't do it. Uh, but no good win by Gundy. He's got to be happy. The cord is working. I mean, we watch at six in the morning, uh, my time, nine your your time, luckily. Um, but cord was being cord and it was, you know, must see football. So uh, kudos to Guns for making that pickup. I'm, he's
1: in the running for you know pickup of the year award for sure. Yeah, cord. They they love cord in the UK. I uh, my right. company is actually based in the UK, so I work with a lot of <laughs> British people. And he that's all anyone can talk about the last few days is is cord. He's like a um, a superhero in their country now. You know who else is a superhero
0: in their country right now, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> team Who's that? let's go. Team Survivor, the rebrand, last week scored 140 points. This week scores 167.52 points The Dawn's record against the number one team at the time, Voodoo Mama Juju, the Battle of the Justins. This was a game that was over by about 1 PM Sunday day. Uh, it made football suck the rest of the weekend for me because the Steelers aren't fun to watch anymore. Um, but I was done, and I was—I I, basically—I blew my load. I blew it all early, and it was just watching, you know, what would happen. Thankfully, freezing made last night kind of interesting for me. Um, but it super, super good game. I mean, looking down my roster, like everything finally clicked. Um, obviously, tight end position did not click. But if you look across the board, you just go—they overperformed. <laughs> Uh, you know, Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry, Jacksonville. Robinson deserved another touchdown, but Urban Meyer sucks as a coach and put in Hyde at goal line for some reason. Um, but across my board, I, I looked pretty good. And then looking at Lairbaum's team, not a good performance from Lairbaum. Obviously, Lamar like saved him. Thank, thank God that I wasn't in a position where like Lamar had to score. Like that would have been the worst ever. Um, and I, we had talked about that because Lamar was playing Monday night. We thought that would be the matchup. Um, but yeah, Lairbaum shouldn't be happy with how his team looked and performed. Obviously Lamar like well overperformed what should have been uh, a below hundred
1: point game, but, uh, for my team, just completely embellishment. Yeah. A lot of embellishment on your side. Lairbaum, I'll start with his team real quick. He gets about, he scores one Oh two, almost 80 of those points came from three guys. Um, We've, I mean we've been saying we've been saying it this roster at 40 does not it do, it doesn't look like a 40 team and the points reflect that um, I'm not saying he's a crappy team but at 40 was a bit a bit much for this roster uh, with that said he did have some points on his bench with miles Gaskin and Cortland Sutton uh yeah Jay your side um, your team we, we've always known Henry is good duh um, Naji Harris was the guy we were kind of waiting to click uh, but that receiving core, which at draft time, I don't think anybody was that stoked about Jamar Chase with the dropping issues. And then Antonio Brown, um, you know, he's, he's he, you're talking about the Steelers being boring. I mean, this guy is kind of the Steelers uh, most fun player right now, but he's not on the Steelers anymore. And then uh, James Robinson, he's just a stud. Like we saw it last year. Then the Jaguars, for some reason, took a running back in the first round. He gets hurt. Boom, we're right back to Robinson. He just produces. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this was what you had one, two, three, four, five, six guys over 20, one over 30. We don't need to um, go through this one anymore. That's how you get a score like that. And now you're right in the thick of the playoff hunt at, yes, two and three. Yeah, all right, yeah. let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's do our picks. All right. Yeah. Um, well, uh,
0: just to recap, Matt, I oh, did. Oh, yeah. Week for for picks, so right now you are currently up. Uh, you're up three weeks to two right now, but I did win last week. You had picked Charles, Lairbaum, and Freezing. I had went with Maddie, Kid, myself, in, in Shelter.
1: So Jay, let's just start off with our matchup because it's at the top of my page. Because let's go, baby. Uh, so me versus you, Le'Veon embellish uh, versus Survivor. <clears throat> you're a team that's heating up. I'm a team that's on a three game slide. Um, You couldn't have started better, but I got to find a way to get back on track. Um, I do, looking at matchups, I do love Nick Chubb against Arizona. Actually, I love Nick Chubb every week. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, Joe Burrow, (coughs) God, I cannot stop coughing. Sorry. Joe Burrow against Detroit and Travis Kelsey against Washington. Those are two pretty leaky secondaries. I do like those matchups. Cooper in New England and Lockett. Uh, at Pittsburgh, those are two pretty good defenses. Um, potentially, I don't know. I haven't looked at the weather reports, although there is the little raining icon next to New England. Those could be potentially tough matchups for my, my top two receivers. On your side, Chase, Detroit. That's obviously good. Um, Antonio, iffy. Derrick Henry, Buffalo. That's a tough matchup. That's a great defense. Uh, Najee Harris, Seattle. That's a favorable matchup. James Robinson, Miami. Um, To be honest, I don't know exactly. Miami's one and four, but they're kind of okay on defense, I think. Um, I'm not going to pretend to know all about that one. So with that said, um, I am picking myself to win on the strength of Nick Chubb and Travis Kelsey is going to have a big game. He's had a couple, not down weeks, but well, yeah, down weeks by his standards. I think he's going to get two touchdowns this game. I'm going to win. I, I, all right well uh, just looking at team as a whole uh, yeah,
0: just defensively um it, I, I'm going to say that you have a low scoring week and I have I meet my projections I, I, uh, what really is going to be a good um in in Harris versus Seattle defense that has not been that good this year and you know with juju being hurt and out did' see like Winning last week for the Steelers meant going through Najee Harris, and hopefully they do that again. And then the other thing is uh, I know, you know, you're still probably pondering. Well, you, you can't ponder because Matt Ryan has a bye week. But, you know, if Joe Burrow's getting touchdowns, I I'd imagine he's throwing them to chase this game. And, you know, that's going to go in my favor. So uh, I'm going to go with myself uh, to win this matchup. All right, pick a new one. But that is going to be our matchup of the week strictly
1: because it is uh, the box. Uh, <laughs> the the matchup of the week, the League of Dons matchup of the week, presented by the League of Dons podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, next up, this one this one is actually slated
0: to be. Uh, let me quick look here. The closest one of the week. Uh, we have two t- surprise shocker to no one, two two and three teams. Uh, we have Dylan versus uh, Clayton. Um, but this is one that I've already kind of looked at um, in terms of man, Clayton's banged up. Goddard has COVID, even though he's vaxxed. But it's a Thursday game; he has to get two negative tests, which is going to be kind of tough going in there. Blankenship hurt, you know, didn't look too good last year, and I think this is a kicker year. Um, and the edge goes to uh, Dylan to save time. I, I do like Tucker in there. I don't think McCaffrey comes back this week versus Minnesota, but if he does, it's like solidifies it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dylan this week. I think I. I think Dylan Dylan takes it. I'm I'm breaking from picking Clayton every week.
1: Yeah, this one, um, Gaudet Clayton's going to have to stream a tight end, which is not fun because you're basically just trying to guess somebody that's going to score a touchdown, like a one yard touchdown. So that's not fun. Um, Stafford against the Giants. That's a pretty good matchup. Although the Lorraine icon is up at the Meadowlands. Um, Zeke has been on a roll. Uh, Let's see, Dylan's side. I think this is a scary game uh, to be facing a Chiefs player. They kind of got got punked last week. Tyreek Hill and Kelsey have been a little bit down. That Washington defense is freaking terrible. So this is a scary game to be facing Tyreek Hill uh, from a fantasy standpoint. Um, You know, looking at these rosters, though, with that said, I kind of set up myself, set myself up to pick Dylan there, um, but I'm actually yeah. going to take
0: Clayton. For the first time in pod history, I, I've changed my mind. I'm going Clayton again.
1: Is that legal? I, it's, I don't – Dude, it's legal. I, I've allowed it. That's fine. Okay. Uh, next one. I am going to take us – Oh, this is a – Okay, this is a two and three versus three and two. Oh. This is Shelter. Versus Brent Ketty, who Brent finds himself, uh, kind of in the in a, in a hunted as opposed to hunter position, uh, for the first time since he's been in the league, all the way up at third place right now, uh, one game behind Lairbaum, who's in second. Um, okay, matchups. Tom Brady, Philly. That's a dream matchup for Shelter. Tom Brady lately has just been. Big. Elite quarterbacks in general, there's so much good QB play this year. But, yeah, Brady has been part of that. He had five TDs. He's going to go off again on Philly. Um, and Godwin, he's part of that. I I, I had a, a lot of takes that this uh, Tampa offense couldn't support three receivers. Um, I may have been totally wrong on that, because if they're getting four touchdown passes every week, they definitely can. Um, gosh, he's playing Matt Scott – or, excuse me, Mark – other LA guy has Williams in the starting lineup at his RB two. I've said it over and over. I, I hate that he has that. Um, he's just looking thin with Barkley out, Ceh out. Um, on the other side, Brent riding some some momentum. Um, God, you don't love Heineke in there, but he is facing the Chiefs, who are I was listening yesterday have like the by one metric have the worst defense since two thousand and three. So that's if you are going to start Heineke, that's the team to do it against. Uh, Eckler's been a beast. That Baltimore defense isn't what they used to be. I've said enough. I'm picking Mark, uh, excuse me, I'm picking Brent. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I won't go into this too much. I, I think it's very, Mark's very thin. Mark, I know you're a listener of the pod. Uh, I, I mean, I look at your team, and there's there's some players that I would love to trade in your, your receiver. <laughs> and Tom Brady's good, but the rest of your team is just, uh, and Kareem Hunt, but with Nick Chubb, it's hard to tell who's going to pop off. But the rest not impressed me at all Um, and losing Saquon when he was just tearing it up it's unfortunate Um, I I, I like Keddie's team this week I like Keddie's matchups I think Keddie wins this pretty convincingly I do Heineke's not bad look at his fantasy points I mean he's had two subpar weeks but he's had three three weeks over 20 points um, against he had a 20-point game against Buffalo's defense which is a tough defense they do score a lot of points too um, and I I think Keddy made it right pick here uh, picking up Heineke. And I think, I think Keddy wins this week.
1: Yeah. I hadn't looked that closely at Heineke's numbers, to be honest. That's actually, he's had the best game anyone's had against Buffalo this year. And now that's, uh, and now he's getting Casey is terrible. So good point. Uh, anyway, pick our next one.
0: Yes. Uh, next up on our week six pickups is going to be. Ooh. The battle of two and three teams. Uh, calvin the great versus maddie kid uh this is heavily favored right now for maddie kid but we just saw calvin the great score 160 points so no one's gonna mark out calvin the great um when i look through these matchups just on a on a quick glance um baltimore has a kind of allowed a lot of points recently and herbie versus them is very enticing um mark andrews I, I think he pops off again, so kudos to you for there. I don't like Chenault Jr. He hasn't done anything this year. Um, at, <laughs> that's kind of a, a question mark. I don't. I don't know. I feel like last week Freezing's team just overperformed entirely, and I don't think he has that repeat high. When I look at Maddie Kid's team, though, this is a team where you look at top to bottom, you go, "This is a very good team." Besides Damian Williams, but that's it's a good right now because. Uh, starting for that team that is running back focused so i'm gonna go maddie kid i think this is a blowout i don't think freezing overperforms like he did last week and i think maddie kid wins this one
1: so you know how in back in school like high school middle school whatever if the teacher was like hungover or tired or just didn't want to do shit they would just roll the uh the 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 tv out there and put on a, a movie yep do you think freezing does that but his class just they just all sit on the rug and he puts the pod on.
0: Uh, absolutely. I mean it's known like we'll say something about his team and then you look at his team like 10 minutes after the pod releases and he's made the change right?
1: Yeah, I can see freezing just have after having one, one too many cold ones the night before just rolling in and just class get, get on the rug we're, we're gonna we're gonna listen to the pod today and he just does that for eight periods of class. <laughs> His team every week. They just listen. They just they, and then and then, and then they make suggestions, and he tells them why they're wrong. Yeah. Uh, anyway, on the pick, uh, Freezing's team. Uh, this is. I mean, if I'm him, I'm maybe. And if Freezing's done this many a time in the past, but Hawkinson back in the flex, and maybe you play two tight ends because you can't obviously pull Andrews, um, but Hawkinson's good. I don't love playing. A new England running back um but God, this is I don't know on paper this looks like a mismatch I'm trying to like find an angle where I can pick freezing I mean Jonathan Taylor against Houston that's a potential like go off game right there because Taylor did kind of get it together this uh most recent game after being kind of a disappointment most of the year um I mean, both have great quarterbacks going. That goes without saying. Oh man, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go upset here. I, I I'm I'm taking freezing because cool. I love Jonathan Taylor against Houston, and I love Gibson against Kansas City. Um, so I'm gonna take freezing to pull off the cool. upset and get back to 500. Upset alert. Okay, and clear out the jam a little bit with these two and three teams. I like it. Yeah, yeah, we need to, to. Oh, here we go. Here's 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 a great matchup. Uh, the first place team—that's the Research Lab of Cole Beasley's—against uh, Lairbomb, coming off his first loss, but he's still the only one-loss team. Guns, obviously, the only zero-loss team. Uh, Lairbomb BB team <laughs> is. Uh, Okay, Hopkins against Cleveland. That Cleveland defense had been incredible until this most recent week. They got shredded by the Chargers. Um, that might be the ma- just NFL-wise the matchup of the week, Arizona-Cleveland. Um, McLaurin, KC, KC. As we know, KC's defense is fucking terrible. Um, okay, on gun side, what do I like? So... Guns has AJ Dillon in the lineup which that's you you after what just happened I assume he's putting Hollywood Brown in you can't not play Hollywood and I don't know I mean Dillon did have 16 last week I think he, he had a actually one of his better games but he is still the backup um gosh this one you know I I have got to I've got I've to gotta double down because I've been pretty hard on bomb this year and it would be pretty disingenuous for me to Pick him to pull the upset to knock guns off his pedestal. So I'm going to take guns to go to six and zero. Oof,
0: yeah, this one's tough. I think this is going to be a scoring game. I think this is going to be one where they're both about like 130s to 140s. Guns has a favorable matchup in Mahomes versus Washington, um, and Mahomes <laughs> think that he needs to think differently after throwing three interceptions. So uh, you know that that kind of woke knowledge that throwing interceptions is bad might be a benefit for Gundy's team. Um, I Obviously, I don't like his flex. I don't like – although he scored 10 points, I don't think there's enough touches in the Green Bay backfield to start both Green Bay running backs. but He's got no cord. He's got no oh, cord. Like, that's something to watch. That's huge. That's actually huge. Uh, it, it, that's it. So, if Guns makes it past this week, this bye week, he's going to go undefeated, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the one he has to survive. He's facing a four-in-one team. He doesn't have his MVP. Um, yeah. Yeah, th- this is where we'll find out if Guns is, is bulletproof as he continues to, to roster Jamar Jefferson, who I don't think has been active yet. He doesn't have a carry. Well, on,
0: on that on that note, I'm going to go with Learbaum because I think this is the week if you're going to beat Guns, you have to beat them this week, and I don't want Guns to go undefeated. I think Learbaum's team is just embarrassed that they got sh- just blown out last week and Lairbaum's gonna have some nice baby texts to all of his team members and I think they're gonna they're gonna really work hard for him this week. The one matchup that I will say like will highlight why Lairbaum's going to win this week one Lamar Jackson the Chargers uh, are gonna that's gonna be a shootout and we just saw Lamar Jackson score 40 last time. I think he gets up there again but I really like Daryl Henderson versus the Giants so that's gonna be a, a game to watch and it's gonna be where Lairbaum gets a ton of points. You also have Denver's defense versus Las Vegas. Las Vegas has no no coach right now. But you know they have an interim coach and uh, turmoil to say the least in that organization. And I think Denver's defense gets some points there. So I'm going to go with Lairbaum just to
1: kind of muddy the waters and you know tie up first place at uh, at five and one across the board. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think Lairbaum, like when his team has a rough one like that, he just knows how to handle it. Like he's probably. After the game on on Monday, he's just sending, like, I still love you guys, B.B. Like, that, he's not the hardcore guy where he's got them. You know, they're not out there doing the Oklahoma drill today and he's screaming at them and making them show up early to film. It's just kind of like, you know, let's move on, guys. I still love you, B.B.'s.
0: (laughs) Exactly. All right. Uh, Last but not least, actually, um, you know, another battle of our – actually, this is the least – you think about it this is the 12th first 11th place teams currently uh we have charles uh and we have we uh we right does not have his roster set camara Pitts are are on bye weeks um so looking to see who he'll put in there um but when i look i mean i like charles's team from a side view uh you know rogers and adams is a very good one-two punch the best one you could probably have um and it, it I think Diggs might have a good game finally against Tennessee as well. Uh, that Arizona-Cleveland game is going to be a very good game, and that's a tough Cleveland defense. We saw Kyler Murray have struggles last week, and I think that continues. And I think we continues with his low-scoring games. We've seen Lamar Murray is not going to be the running back to carry your team. Um, and I-, I just don't see how we gets points this week, even like filling in his gaps that he has.
1: Latavius Murray? Yeah, I-, I think this is a bad I think this is a Charles win. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at this and it is not pretty for Hui. I mean, he's got Pitts finally looked like the monster that everyone thought he was gonna be when he got drafted. Like he was freakish last week and now but now he's on a bye. And as we know, like streaming tight ends, you're just you're hoping you're hoping you find some guy that gets a two-yard touchdown. It's it's just a crapshoot, and then Kamara, who also had I think his best game of the year. Let me confirm that. Yes, had his best game of the year last week. He gets him on a bye. so that's tough luck. Two guys that kind of break out, and then all of a sudden they're not playing this week. So it's it's slim pickings. I mean, does he throw Kenyon Drake in at his RB two? I guess probably. Um, tight end obviously doesn't really have an answer right now. I mean, it got. It, I, I say this all the time with kind of the teams that are struggling to to, to get points. But I, I'm if I'm Hui, I'm looking at trading Kamara and trying to get two good players or even three good players in return for him. Because again, AJ Brown at wide receiver has not been the guy he was. Moore has been good. We know that Moore's been very good. Um, but this is a thin roster, uh, Chad side. Yeah, I mean, I I can't talk myself into picking Hui on this. If if nothing else, Rodgers, Adams, and then Diggs going against that bad Tennessee defense um, on Monday night. But honestly, I think this thing's over. Well, it can't be over actually because Hui has AJ Brown on Monday. But I think for all intents and purposes, it's over before Monday. Um, I hope it's not because I having like Diggs and Brown go against each other Monday night in a close matchup would be fun, but. I think Chad's going to win this handily, as much as I hate to say that given his behavior this week. Yeah. Well,
0: I look forward to this week. Um, I, I, it's sad that we don't have any trade talks to talk about today. And that's mainly due to Chad just stringing everyone along. And, you know, I, I hope he goes punished due to his behavior. Um, but yeah, I look forward to this week. I look forward to that Venmo from you. Um, which I'll probably, you know, frame uh, digitally or make an NFT and (laughs) my kids, you know. Yeah,
1: Yeah, absolutely. So this will be a fun week, guys. Nine, two, and three teams. Um, Obviously, we can – that will not be the case. We can kind of uh, make our standings look a little bit less odd um, at a glance. But anyway, uh, good luck this week to everyone except Chad and long live the League of Dons. Long live.